shirt that says, I like black people. That makes me, isn't that a problem? Uh, stay tuned, you guys, because we're going to have a hell hat tonight. We have over 100 suggestions in the hat. It's going to be amazing. Uh, we have eight comedians up for you guys tonight. Uh, I can tell you. We have Roman Leo, Cole Chapman, Brooke Heineken, John Alcabay, Zane Barrett, Brooke Matherly, Ian Levy, and Jill Maragos. It's going to be a great show. We'll see you guys in 10 minutes. Smoke them if you got them. We'll be back. Yay! Mutiny Radio forever. Yay! Would you just tell Ethan who's funnier than me? see a podcast. Are you on a raft without a pattern? We'll gather around me sea dogs and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Want to go to Burning Man, but you don't have the right goggles, costume, or attitude? Visit 20 Mission Hive at 2415 Mission Street between 20th and 21st in the heart of the Mission District. Easily accessible by BART, this collective of unique artists and vendors has eclectic handmade clothing, leatherwork, artisan jewelry, antiques, crystals, and there's even an amazing florist. Whisper pirate ship to your 20 Mission Hive vendor for a special 10% discount on the coolest, most original items in San Francisco. That's 20 Mission Hive with eight vendors and like them on Facebook at 20 Mission Hive. 20 Mission Hive for awesome events and updates.
dictionary definition of the adjective eclectic is selecting or choosing from various sources. When Bay Area musician J.D. Buell brings you Morning Train Wednesday, 10 a.m. to noon on Mutiny Radio, that is exactly what he does. Select music from various sources to give you a unique listening experience. Rock, pop, jazz, bluegrass, gospel, funk, reggae, folk, blues, country and western, electronica, soul, disco, rhythm and blues, punk and post-punk come together with music from around the world with Buell's passionate and down-to-earth delivery. In an age of personal music delivery systems, J.D. Buell carries on the values of progressive FM radio when a listener could actually have a relationship with a programmer, someone who would create an eclectic musical environment wherein both listener and host find fulfillment. The Morning Train with J.D. Buell, Wednesday, 10 to noon on mutinyradio.fm. Freeform radio for free minds. and underground space for an event? Look no further than mutinyradio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Well, hey there, San Francisco. If you're looking for some delicious late-night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside, you can find Counter Offer, and my offering you amazing late-night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit. It's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great daily ground sustainable burgers with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini. And creamy-licious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They get them. And from the specials, very deep fried fish sandwich to a stoner burger with a donut bun. What are those crazy potheads going to come up with next? Go to the counter offer inside of Brenda's Bar at 800 South Van Ness Avenue, San Francisco. It's located between 19th Street and 20th Street in the Mission District. Open seven nights a week from 5 to 10 p.m. or later. Counter offer, son. Subliminal SF 
brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. Oh, happy hour. What could be happier than 23 comics doing jokes for each other and at a radio listening audience? Puppets, kittens, unicorns, porn maybe? Oh, well, stage time makes them happy and this super happy comedy open mic is open every Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. But you can also listen anytime by downloading the podcast at Mutiny Radio FM Index at podcasts.pcrcollective.org So come live or listen later or to every happy hour mic Friday from 6 to 8 p.m. at Radio FL Mutiny Radio. I just fucked that up again. What the fuck is wrong with me? Yeah! I got it. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought or two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes. And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! I may never sleep again. And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com. That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat.
yeah, you. You look like the kind of person who has a sense of humor. Oh, uh, is the radio talking to me? No, I'm on an internet podcast. Uh, I'm talking to an internet podcast? Don't be silly. It's a one-way form of communication. But I don't want you to miss out on the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2016 from March 2nd through 6th. And you don't have to. You can buy tickets now on universe.com. With 24 national and international visiting comedians and 20 local hosts, you won't want to miss a thing. What if I can't be at every show? Don't worry. All shows will be available for free download at mutinyradio.fm until the internet falls apart. Oh, podcast guy, I can't wait to listen to all these great comedy shows and everything else that's cool at mutinyradio.fm before the internet falls apart. You too won't want to miss a bit of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival from March 2nd through 6th, 2016. Buy tickets now. Brought to you by Subliminal SF, PBR, The Eagle SF, Brainwash Cafe, Asiento, and the great people at Alta California Botanicals. Have you heard of Subliminal SF? Visual and auditory mind control. Graphic design, physical merchandise, live music promotions. Go! www.subliminalsf.com For the most amazing t-shirts you've ever seen. Graphic design for every need. And live music promotion at some of the best bars in San Francisco. That's Subliminal SF. Visual and auditory mind control. Go to subliminalsf.com now. Good evening there, my friends, here at MutinyRadio.fm. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard, as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that any time I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's Underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh... Welcome, friends, to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse. It's a Friday. It's just after 8 o'clock. Tonight's show is the Hell Hat. Yeah! What does that mean? That means that people put ideas into the Hell Hat all day, and they can still now. I can give you guys pieces of paper. You can put things in there, too. The comedians tonight are just going to pull things out of this hat. It's attached over here. It's fuzzy. It's a dead animal. That's why it's in hell. Yay! Someone killed an animal. 
Now, I was raised Christian, so I was taught that animals don't go to heaven or hell, that they just don't even exist because they don't have a soul. I say nay. I say my cat Spike is a real human being, and this is not him. He is not... This is, I did not put my cat on stage. I did not murder my cat so that we could make a hell hat out of it. But what I'm saying is none of us are going, maybe we're all going to hell. I don't know. All right, we're going to start it up. We're going to try it out. Here we go. If you don't know how it goes, here it goes. It says, eye contact extreme. No. <laughs> Your last name is Isabel. Isbel, it's not. I'm making you look like another comedian whose name is Isbel. You look, I think that maybe there's only 17 types of people in the world and everyone looks exactly the same and you look like comedian. Uh, Isabella, not Isabella, it's, I, yeah, oh shit, I lost the eye contact. You're right, I lost the extreme eye contact. Throw that one away. That one's dead now. We're pulling another one out of the hat. This one says, My name is Bitchfuck and I'm here to say I'm gonna create a rhyme in my own new way. We're gonna rap until my feet go numb and then we're gonna eat some chum. I say, what? Uh, uh, it's Shark Week. Cause I'm on my period, Shark Week. Who wants to get in? Eat some chum until you don't wanna get none. What? What? All right, all right, that's fun. Uh, epic, oh, okay, oh, so I have to do that. Okay, so I, I can't read this one out loud because I have to do this. All right, uh, I'm a feminist. That's a thing. Uh, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door, thanks. But what I really love about feminism is like the natural universe. Do you know what I mean? Like, like animals that are super feminist, you know? Like seahorses, right? Like they are the original feminists, okay? They are men who take the babies into their pouch and then they raise them and then they spit them out and they're like, go, little seahorses, go. <laughs> and then I was like, I did it. I finally felt like a seahorse. Shit, I fucked it up. I was supposed to tell an epic story that ends with I did it. I finally felt like a seahorse. <laughs> I'm a feminist. I finally did it. I Talk shit about cats. Fuck everybody. I love cats. Cats, cats, cats. This keeps going with the feminist thing. Uh, how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? Cats, cats, cats. Cats. Cats forever meow. Right? Everybody, let's not talk shit about cats. There are alien overlords. Let's bow to them with one, with one paw, like the Chinese. Do you know what I'm saying? Just bow to the cats because they know everything. Am I right? My cat knows more than any of you. That's, that's what's happening here. That's how the hell hat works. Let's pull another. All right. Um, alternate language. Don't know. Make one up. So, I don't know about you guys, but I am from Iceland, and I love Bjork, because she is maybe the smartest, 
person alive. I don't know if you know that Bjork, but she speaks 11 languages and every time she goes to a country and she wants to sing to them, she does it in their native language. So when she goes to Spain, she speaks in Spanish. And when she goes to Mexico, she speaks in Mexican. And isn't that amazing, right? <laughs> this Bjork, she knows everything. And even Icelandic is so good. And then tip, tip, don't listen to the polar bears, because <laughs> they tell you crazy things, like don't step in the same river once or twice. And in Iceland, it's all aquifers. You know what I mean? It's crazy. I don't. Yeah. All uh, right. Here we go. Another one we pull from the hell hat. Estimate how long it would take to invent the internet. And then if you had to go into the forest and invent it from scratch, this would take 27 million years, which is how I think the much the earth has been here. You know, uh, the internet is finally with us and we can tell jokes on it. It's fun. Yay! Yay! Uh, if none of you have been here before, there's a song we sing before we start the show. And if you know how it goes, sing along with us. And if you don't, figure it out. <laughs> M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. <laughs> you don't cough when you eat the cookie brownies. You know what I'm talking about? M-U-T-I-N-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yay! 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 Our first comedian on the uh, Pam Tassis Comedy Clubhouse Hell Hat show is an amazing human being who's going to wow you all. Uh, he used to have a longer beard, and now it's shorter. That's cool. It's still gray and awesome. He is one of my favorite older men <laughs> it's okay he's okay to be over 40 everybody put your hands together for roman leo oh my god you guys it's friday night good to see you i have to get through you guys to get to saturday night this is gonna be fun Help an audience member work through their issues. Uh, okay, who has? <laughs> that's that's pretty silly. Anybody in here ever been proposed to? Yes. Yeah. Okay, that's one. Three times. That's interesting. What what did you what did you say? Once I said yes. Yeah. All right. So you're po you're like a positive person. Um. <laughs> Isn't it funny that like if a guy asks you to, or whoever asks you to marry them, like even if it's just like one of the guys that hangs out on Meet Any Radio, you have to like think about it for a second. <laughs> you know, like would you marry me? Oh, she's a fast. That was a fast no, but she's experienced with this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like come on, I promise. If we got married, I would I would move in and I would immediately quit my job. Uh, I would burn holes in all your furniture. And, um, you know, and I promise, 
it would be great. I would leave the toilet seat up even when I take a shit. And, and, and then, you know, you could, you'd be welcome to talk about how your ex's dick was bigger than mine on Easter in front of our couple's friends. It's going to... It's going to be great, you guys. It's going to be great. Um, I should probably pick out a bunch at a time. Uh, Call a random person. Weirdo. Uh, Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No, I love Pam. Um, Most valuable thing I've ever stolen. Uh, uh, I don't know. It was like some Dungeons and Dragons stuff, you know? (laughs) I don't know. One time I tried to pick up uh, some money at a strip club and throw it a second time, but that's against the rules. <laughs> like, <laughs> you can do that uh, like uh, maybe once before the bouncer gets to you. You know, like <laughs> that's one of the rules of the strip club, along with uh, like put your shoes back on and. Uh, <laughs> If uh, if you spill beer in your lap, the stripper will always think that it's pee. Um, <laughs> read a recent drunk text. I, I I don't get drunk, but sometimes I'll sext. Uh, I have I think I could just read the sexts from today. <laughs> you know, because you never know how it's gonna turn out on the other end. Because on this end, it's just like I'm horny as fuck. You know. And, and and she's and she's like I'm horny too. <laughs> I'm doing the laundry or whatever. And so then she sends me this great pic, uh, right? Uh, 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 and I just was like I don't know what to do with that. I look like shit with my shirt off. So I was just like I will rape you at the airport, you know. Which is risky, because you don't know how she's going to take that. And uh, she was like, I will get a Zip fan. Uh, I was like, I didn't even know Zip had fan. And and then it, and it just goes on. Like, I say you want to fuck me, I want to fuck you so bad. That's what I'm talking about. And uh, and then and then I was like, I want to kill a small animal, watch you cook it, and then feed it to you. <laughs> she was like, I just came. Even though I'm vegan. Um, uh, new slogan for Hot Pockets. Um, suicide. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm sorry. Suicide is a selfish act, but uh, if you do it on the bar tracks during rush hour, a thousand Uber drivers make an extra $50. Uh, um, right? In like San Francisco, it's all hot hoity-toity, you know, with their Golden Gate Bridge destination suicide. Hot pockets. Um. <laughs> oh, my God. Support Clinton without talking about gender. I don't know. You can give a mean blowjob no matter what gender you are. Um. <laughs> Mean, uh, yeah, support Trump without talking about racism. Um, I, he actually gives some great uh, advice on public speaking. Once I saw him on Entertainment Tonight, and they asked him, "How do you how do you feel so calm when you're like doing a little cameo on the red carpet?" And he's like, "It doesn't matter." So I think that uh, <laughs> that's that's the one thing I like about Trump. Um, Oh, did, nobody knows how to spell Daenerys Targaryen here. Uh, 
for president. And like, uh, I don't know. She would just be just as good as all the rest of them fuckers. Uh, don't touch the mic for the rest of your set. Okay. That's, uh, what am I going to put in my pants? Does that count? Does that count as touching you guys? But I like, I like to talk with my hands so we could, we could do that. Um, you know, and why am I, well, I was probably holding the mic up here uh, like this. And you don't want to do that because, like, if you ever see somebody hold the mic up here, that means that they have a small dick. That's all they're used to. <laughs> like, hold the mic down here and then, you you know, people know. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know who, anything about that. Um, uh, okay. Uh, just make your hand a hand puppet. Um, uh, uh, here we go. Knock, knock. Who's there? Knock. Knock, who? Knock, knock. Who's there? Knock. Anyway, it goes on. (laughs) That's my favorite. Okay. A joke with your eyes closed. I love to eat pussy. I always close my eyes when I eat pussy. You just get your whole face in there until it's covered in ectoplasm like that movie Ghostbusters, you know? <laughs> and, and, and then afterward, you can give him that kiss. Like, I love you, baby. You have to pay the price. Make that sound my dad used to make before he put me to sleep. Not weird, just being vulnerable. That's, uh... You guys are great. Um... My first embarrassing sex experience, that, uh, I mean, what, this is a long story, right? Like, tell it, you have four minutes. Wow. I mean, they're kind of all embarrassing, but like, right? Is that, when do you stop being embarrassed about sex? I don't, it's like, like Norm, I'd just be stealing, but like Norm Macdonald says, you're embarrassed because you close the blinds. It's shame, like you know. But the, my first sex, the sex experience, uh, like does exposure count? Like uh, when I, I can remember, what age are you when your mom takes you through the ladies' locker room at the Y, and then you remember everything? There's <laughs> 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 just giant boobs and hairy bushes in 1976. Six, I don't know, <laughs> everywhere, right? And then she, she's like, that's the last time for that. What was I, three, four, five? I don't know. And then so she sent me through the, um, the man's locker room, and I swear to God, first time YMCA man's locker room, guy on his back, uh, butt cheek spread, showing me his asshole, and I was like, whoa, this is, the YMCA is fucked. Uh, <laughs> So almost, I was glad that didn't turn into a sex experience, but I was embarrassed. Um, yeah. Uh, experience is for people who fear death. Well. Exercise. Oh, exercise. I'm sorry. My, yeah. my writing is impossible to read. Apologies. Okay, it's okay. I have a, uh, I, can, I can do that. Exercise, yeah. Exercise, yeah. You give up after a while. Um, but people don't like it. Like your family doesn't like it. Just never give up, you guys. Nobody likes it. Right? I mean, maybe you don't have to exercise, but at least do a little. Like, I went home and uh, hung out with my dad, and he said he gambled all his money away, all his retirement away, day trading, and him and mom are living on Social Security, right? And my sister's worried that I'm going to have to, su- like, or we're going to have to support them in a home. And I was like, no problems, you guys. I will smother them on this visit. That was, um, that was just weird. That was weird. I would think uh, that my, my batting average is pretty good with these. Um, 
Oh, this is too pervy. Uh, right? I have to do a, a joke sitting on um, Pam's lap. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, it's so hard, Pam. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One time I jerked off into a towel when I was drunk and I left it in the sun and it, 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 it briefly animated and cleaned up some beer for me. And, and I was like, that's more than I ever did for my dad. Thank you very much. My name's Roman Leo. comedian is gonna wow you with it too I'm making out he just came out of the bathroom what an entrance put your hands together it's Cole Chapman like I'm coming up here without alcohol all right Hell hat, hello. I know a lot of you people, and this is fucking weird. So, I almost trip up with my cord and on to you. That'd be weird. Okay, hello. Oh, yes, I've got. Yes, I'll double up. It's fine. Okay. You don't have to. No, we got this. Free beer. It's free beer. Don't worry about it. Okay, mention three items on the McDollar menu at separate times. So, we'll file that away. Uh, <laughs> Filet fish. Okay. <laughs> I guess we just move on to the next one. All right. Uh, six piece nuggets? That's two. All right. Rank your favorite Marys with. What does this mean? Your favorite Marys. Mary Goss, Mary Oh, this is a thing that like Mary none of you will get. Okay, cool. I got to make more accessible. Mary Magdalene, she's sick. Uh, Mary Poppins, dope. Uh, <laughs> and then Mary Goss, I guess. <laughs> she's got good company. Yay! Yay! Uh, <laughs> Tell someone else's joke with mannerisms. Fuck, I don't listen to other people's jokes, though. <laughs> Brooke, what's one of your jokes I could tell? Uh, cat, I mean, cat story. Uh, cat story. Uh, what are your mannerisms, though? <laughs> so you can, do you just, the boobs joke? Did I write your boobs joke? No, you wrote your boobs joke. I'm just, this is, guys, it's not working out. <laughs> this is why we drink on stage. Okay, I'm just moving on, I tried. I tried, you know? It's a... Uh, pretend to be a matchmaker. All right, uh, you were married, or proposed to like three times. Never married, still single? Cool, cool, cool. Hey, Josh. <laughs> What's your name? What's your name? Brooke. Brooke? Do you know other Brooke? Cool, Brooke, Brooke's sisters, you'll meet later. Okay, Josh, um, say hi to Brooke. Fun fact about Brooke, she's been proposed to three times. You into that or like? Give me a yes or a no. You just kind of give me a nervous smile. Oh. Open. Open. Hey, there we go. Hey, thank you. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. That's as much progress as we're going to get tonight. <laughs> as far as this relationship. Friend each other on Facebook. What's your last name? Don't worry about it. You'll figure it out. <laughs> 
This is one of yours. Speaking of Brooke's boobs, <laughs> she submitted this one. Don't worry about it. It's not weird. Jesus. <laughs> Make up the meaning of the acronym boobs, uh, which is uh, 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 bombs over outbound Baghdad. Outcast. All right. There we go. <laughs> oh, there's an S. Uh, sick. All right. <laughs> Yo, for real? Who let the dogs out? I'm not joking, guys. Who let the dogs out? Who are you pointing to? What the fuck? You let the dogs out? Get the fuck out of here! Are you serious? The San Francisco, they're gonna die! <laughs> Don't let the dogs out! We had it closed for a goddamn reason. Here's, here's the thing about Baja men, okay? I've <laughs> been waiting for years! <laughs> Fucking years to talk about this. The right opportunity. Finally, my 15 minutes on Baja, man. <laughs> shoot, shoot snot all over my face. Okay. Um, the best way to blank is by blank. Brooke, help me out of here. The best way to fuck is to. With you! Oh, God, Josh, stealing your girl. Sorry, dude. Didn't work out. The match was made, but not with you. It's fine. Hey, man, we can't all be winners. It's fine. Except me. You know, whatever. Okay. Um, am I winning now? I don't know. Okay. Uh, 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 uh. I wrote this one. Uh, show the real you. And then you just didn't write the rest of it. You just wrote lizard skin? <laughs> Good thing I got. <laughs> no, I don't. I wish. Oh, you know what? Actually, true story. Uh, for the first like three years of elementary school, uh, when they were like, "What do you want to be when you grow up?" I said, "Lizard," every time. <laughs> and they were like, "You can't do that." And I was like, "Fuck you, man!" And here we are. Who's winning now? I'm the lizard. That's right. <laughs> What's that guy's name? The drunk guy from the doors? What's his You're face? The lizard king. There we go. That's, you get it. You get it. You're the only one. Uh, set in the bathroom? No. Okay. What's next? Oh, put that back in. What do you think I'm going to find? Don't, don't throw it away. If you don't, don't want to do it, okay, that one's fine. really fine. Oh, fine. What? Well, what? I'm going to drag the mic all the way into the bathroom? bathroom. It, <laughs> it just it, totally. It, it does make it. Oh, um, uh, Big Mac? That's three. Okay. Where would I live? <laughs> like, okay, do it, can I like ask for more rules on this? <laughs> Where would I live? <laughs> I'm living in Oakland, it's fine. <laughs> I'm not hop hoping to move anywhere anytime soon. Uh, yeah, that's, I'd live in, I keep living in Oakland. Guys, go to Oakland, support local economies. I oh, <laughs> fine, fucking Narnia, what do you want? <laughs> Yeah, oh, call me Mr. Tumnus. I'll walk around with my funny feet. Funny hearts in your goddamn head. Hey, Jesus Christ, I'm burning through these things. There's not going to be anything left. Mr. <laughs> uh, pros and cons uh, on pigeons. All right. Pro. Flying. Sick. Uh, con. 
Dirty as shit. I don't, <laughs> don't want to touch a pigeon ever. Pro, uh, make cool noises. Fun. Fun noise. Con, uh, still super dirty. Gross. <laughs> Very gross birds. <laughs> I went to Venice once. Uh, if you guys ever been to that square, you know the one, the famous one. The that's a, uh, we got a half-assed St. Mark's over there. St. <laughs> Mark's Square, you know the one. Uh, there's like all those pigeons, and I went to go chase them around as a kid, and I caught one, and then my mom hit me. <laughs> Jokes. Uh, not like hard or nothing. She was like, stop that. And I was like, it had one leg. And she was like, it's gross. Uh, here we are. Some pros and cons. Set in the bathroom again. Yo, I'm not gonna do this. Gonna <laughs> bury this deep and get in there. Uh, no. Uh, okay. All right. Um, worst example uh, of the meaning of life. <sighs> oh, this is far above my pay grade. Okay. The worst example of the meaning of life. You have two minutes, and that's your last. Oh, I gotta do this for two minutes? <laughs> like, can I do the set in the bathroom? <laughs> Walk back in there, like, all right, meaning of life is fucking no one here. Put in the toilet, I disappear. Open the door, it's just smoke. It's gone. Where'd he go? Never see me again. Haha, uh -huh, I'm living in Narnia. Callbacks. Filet of fish. I already said that one. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of any more. I don't go to McDonald's enough. Yeah, but I wanted four. You know, you're like so close to four. I was just, I'm an overachiever. I'm sorry. Um, oh, the meaning of life. This is a deep question. <sighs> pigeons, I guess. If we're gonna go back to callbacks, fucking pigeons. That is the worst example of the meaning of life. <laughs> These birds, they can fly anywhere. They all congregate and they're all dirty and gross. They're hitting each other. I saw a seagull. Once I saw a seagull eat a pigeon <laughs> outside my office window, it was the most savage shit I've ever seen. I was like, yo, I, didn't know, I had no idea birds ate each other. <laughs> Let alone a seagull. I thought it was just swooping down, eating like little kids' popcorn and shit. <laughs> so, like, trying to eat my burger like I did three weeks ago, motherfucker. God. That's a personal story, but ask me after the show. Um, yeah, man, pigeons. Oh my God, still two minutes. Whew. Okay, I got thirty seconds. All right. Um, here's the meaning of life, y'all. Just dance. Just dance. It'll be okay. How to do it? Just dance. I don't know the rest of that song, but uh, she's got like weird glasses on. You know the rest. You fill in the blanks. Like, uh, oh, what was that one? Damn it, Brooke, you remember? Talk about fucking, and it was like, then it was weird for that for a second. And I'm sorry, Josh, <laughs> but <laughs> sorry to remind you of your new romance crumbling before you 30 seconds into it. <laughs> oh boy, has that been 30 seconds? Oh shit, it's been 45. Well, you know what, guys? Uh, fuck pigeons, and I'll see you later. See the hell hat like a champion as it's sitting over there and it's beautiful wonderment it's dead it's i don't know if it's a fox but your next comedian is a fox so it's gonna be great you get to watch her 
fucking pull out of the foxy foxy pulling out of the fox here we go everybody put your hands together it's brooke heineken (laughs) most terrifying 10 minutes of my life (laughs) easy for you to say you're on the other side uh, thanks for leaving. You need to leave your backup beer for me, you asshole. <laughs> All right. Pulling out something that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to mix it up so I don't get stuck with that bathroom set. Super popular. Um, and every sentence in a question, should I? Um, what to do with this? Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) The balls, does this mean? That's a question. (laughs) True versus crazy. Oh, true versus crazy. (laughs) Uh, True versus crazy. Um, What does that mean? (laughs) I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna recycle. funny because I can see it but you can't <laughs> question mark um, I'm gonna need you to scratch my back please uh, will you scratch my back I had to it's a question and that's good is it good was it good for you it was good for me question oh. <laughs> not the first time I have said that <laughs> Oh, um, th- three ways that Trump is better than Hill Dog. Show your grapes. <laughs> Show uh, nips. Nope. <laughs> uh, in spite of having a whole set about my boobs. <laughs> I didn't write it. I even wrote down the people. Perform a religious ceremony. I got this one. Who's ready for a bris? <laughs> that was a question. Yes? <laughs> no? Would you like to get married? <laughs> Not to me. Four, four, five. Five times now. Okay. You're racking up proposals, man. All right. I got to. What other religious ceremonies are there? Um, who wants a. Who wants a baptism? <laughs> With a. Uh, some black hand. Oh, I'm gonna leave that. <laughs> All right. This is like weirdly soothing. Um, physical comedy, but no wick. Mike. Oh shit. Okay, physical comedy, but no mic. But the only physical comedy there is is to the, the normal. <laughs> Every male comedian does at one point in their set. Here's my challenge: physical comedy. Uh, I don't. This whole thing is physical comedy right here. That's all I got for you guys. Uh, God, how many? No, I already passed on that one. Oh God, I lost all the questions. Um, just says to spin slowly. Get the full acra- effect of my Abercrombie jeans. 
my sister's a designer for them. I did not pick these out. I don't pick out anything in my life. Uh, oh, shit. What have I done here? All right. Spin slowly. Not sure whose, whose effect that was, uh, but now I'm dizzy and a little drunk, so feeling real great? Yeah. McRib. <laughs> Call back. Five. All right. Um, some wrestle the, an audience member while telling a joke. Okay, this will be good. All right. So do you do one, two, three, four, I declare a thumb, more, take five, all, six, seven, all. eight, time to keep your fingers straight. This is unlike, oh, shit. Oh, oh, I couldn't tell a joke. Was that stressful for you? <laughs> you could have. That was a unique, I was, the joke I was gonna tell was about how I don't know how to interact with women, as clearly demonstrated Because <laughs> when you go in to hug a woman, what do you do with your boobs? Like a ho horizontal Tetris, boob, 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 boob. Bottom down. Straight on type thing. That's a new one. I'm gonna lock that one away for future reference. Oh. I thought women weren't supposed to say everything in the form of questions. <laughs> Yet more unsolicited advice. Face the wall Blair Witch style. Is this the Blair Witch style? Because I've never... I thought they were all like creepy, camp, like all up in your... I mean, we're all going to die. Is that Blair Witch style enough <laughs> for you? <laughs> you look so upset. Would you like a bris? <laughs> Could speed up that dying real fast for you. Maybe? Uh, idiocracy. Here we are. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, no. I lost the hell hat. Oh, no. This, is, this feels soft like a cat. Can I keep this after? It's a fox. It's a fox. It's a dead fox. It's a, it's a dead fox. Thank God it's not a live one. But is it a dead fox? All right. Um, judge yourself after a joke. Okay, first of all, my life is judging myself and my life is a joke. <laughs> I do not appreciate how close to home this hits. Um, okay. So I should tell a joke. I did write some things down. Um, thank you. Oh, God. Um, okay, so my dad does this thing where he likes to, and let me be clear because somebody once misheard me, rate his children. <laughs> rate on a scale from one to seven based on who he likes more in any given day. Um, and I am never number one because I live far enough away, but he did call me earlier this week and he was like, Brooke, you did it. You're number one today. And I was like, that's great. What did I do? He said, well, you're the last one I called, but you're the first one who answered. I was like, great, thanks. He's like, all right, goodbye, Katie. Is that your sister? It is, yeah, one of them. So judging myself, I would give that joke like a two out of five-ish. Um, mainly for, no, for rushed delivery, but also I've heard it a million times and I'm a little sick of it. And uh, you, it's one of those you have to kind of know my dad. Also dad rape jokes can get like automatically knocked down a peg for like audience discomfort as evidenced right here, question mark. So okay, yeah, I don't know. I wouldn't, I wouldn't give myself like the three X's on the, the thing. 
the four judges spinning around. What are the, the shows? Turkeys. What? <laughs> That's a question. <laughs> oh, God. How much longer? <laughs> That's a question. Two minutes. Yes. This is your last poll. Oh, shit. Um, oh, I was really hoping to get the Shakespeare one. I actually practiced. <laughs> if drinking tea gave you powers, what powers would they be? That is a question. Um, oh, gave you super superpowers? If drinking super tea. If super drinking tea. Oh, fuck that. You don't know Jesse Warren. He is the epitome of everything I hate and also CrossFit. He's like a bro, but with earrings. It's horrible. I think for the last Hell Hat, I submitted the idea of like, what do you think about Jesse Warren? Yeah. Be honest. <laughs> I wish he was here. He's... Oh, did he really? Oh, thank God. Because uh, he was like an ego power trip? Okay, fine. If drinking tea gave me special powers, my powers would be to lift cars and other bullshit so that I could beat Jesse Warren at something. <laughs> It would give me the power to think of the perfect comeback every time he gets up here with his, like, I'm single, ladies, look at my guns type thing. <laughs> and also, I feel like tea drinkers have significant overlap with cat lovers. So I think you should get all of the super superpowers of Catwoman, like the running fast and the scratching and the, like, socially acceptable indifference. <laughs> Can I end on that? Okay, um, anything, uh, what else? What other, what other powers would a cat, or no, would, would tea, drinking tea, who drinks tea in here? Yeah, okay, what, what do you like about tea? Uh, Clearly it helps you remember things. Yeah. <laughs> what do you like about tea? What, sorry? Puts you to sleep. I love sleep. You will be a super sleeper. Anybody else? I, will, I can come back to you. You look like you actually had something. It relaxes you, and I clearly need that. <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, am I? I gotta be. No, I shit, I got more tea time. Tea time! Uh, my last, the last thing drinking tea would do for me, um, it would make me funny. Aww. That's not what you wanna go out on. <laughs> That's what you wanna go on. Shit, seriously? Last one, punchline. Shakespeare. Bad rapper you. Oh God, do I live a life of regret. <laughs> oh, I did try. Okay, I, I did attempt to put a rap together based on the types of shrimp that I love. <laughs> Teriyaki and garlic. I'm in love with Red Lobster. Thanks, guys. Heineken loves Red Lobster, even though all of their shrimp is farmed from, it's scary, it's not good shrimp, it's, it's barely shrimp. Uh, no, you know what, the funny thing is that fake crab is actually a fish called Pollock. Does everybody know that? When you eat fake crab that's in that weird thing and it's dyed, it's called Pollock. It's an actual fish. It's not made of soy. <laughs> it's, anyway, uh, it's it. I think I think it's not delicious, but it is crab-like. Um, 
You were, you were, you were not crab. Like, you were like a hermit crab that expelled its shell and said, here I am, yay, Brooke Heineken, more clapping, yay. Your next comedian is, he's a lovely human being. Uh, he actually booked me on a show in his backyard once. And it was one of the most fun shows I've ever done because he had all his little um, Jewish friends, and he was he was he was under he was under 21 at this point. So it was like he's like I'm throwing a comedy show in my backyard. My parents aren't home, and they're like this is rad. And they get there, and he's like, you gotta bring your own beer. And I was like, okay, I'm the only 21 year old here. I have to buy the beer for everybody. That's cool. That's great. He's a hilarious human being. You guys are gonna love him. Everybody, put your hands together for John Alkavitz. What's up, Mutiny Radio? Are you all thanking God it's Friday? You better, cause you better, cause He died on the cross for your sins. All right, let's do this. Mm. Jesus, right? That's the guy. Um. <laughs> A time I was caught masturbating? Um, let's see. Well, I used to go to camp, and it wasn't that so much that I was caught masturbating, as that I would like do it in like a place where everyone could see. And, like, <laughs> so I don't know if it was I was caught. It was just like, I'm trying to think of a time that I like did it. What time I did it in the back of in like your car? Remember that? Oh! <laughs> I, one time you were driving me and I was like jerking off and you were like, dude, you gotta stop that. It was in my days of when I would do that kind of shit. Um, time I was caught masturbating. Um, I don't know, I never really like, I never got like classically walked in on. One time I like, one time I like, it was when I like, fir- it was like eighth grade and I like first discovered it and I like thought of, I like remembered about boobs during the day and so I like had to rush home to masturbate after school and like, I had just started, I, I had just started and like in my room and the lights were off and because my mom was gone and the garage door opened and I was like, uh-oh. And so I like wasn't jerking off anymore, but she like came back when I was still like, it was like dark in the room and I was wearing underwear and I was like, oh, I'm going to take a shower. And she was like, sure you are. And then I jerked off in the shower and everything worked out. Um. <laughs> True versus crazy. What the fuck does that mean? Was there more? True versus crazy. Um, true is that um, there's, I don't know. That doesn't make any sense. I'm not doing that. <laughs> truth, truth. In, in, today's, in, in today's day and age, in today's day and age, the truth is crazy. What about that? Did I just fucking blow your minds? I fucking no, that's terrible. That's garbage. Um, let's see. Passively insinuate that you are attracted to one of the other comics. Well, I can't be passive about it now. Um, I um, Cole, I've always thought you were very cute. Um, was that? <laughs> Was that passive enough? Should I have like written it on the back of this and like slipped it into your pocket? Would that be more passive? Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, all right. 
Oh, fuck, that was two. This one back. Movie you've cried at. Um, I think, let's see. I, like, this isn't funny. I cried during Milk when he fucking got shot in the back of the head. Like, is that, is that what you wanted at the fucking comedy show? Is that what you wanted? There's no... He just got murdered in cold blood for being gay. I don't have any hot takes. It, it was just tragic. It was just fucking tragic. It was just... That's all. Um, I don't think I even cried. I think I was just sad. I don't know. Um, Losing your what? Losing your what? Losing your virginity. Losing my virginity. Okay. Um, so I was... Uh, shocker, it happened at camp. Um, <laughs> just, it's the best. Um, so here's the story is we like had like... She'd been like... like we'd been like hooking up all summer um, and then... Like, towards the end of summer, she was like, okay, I want to fuck you. And I was like, cool, uh, let's do that. So we, um, and like, we, like, it was like, I was like an older camper, so I like got to like, like, we kind of got away with like sneaking out at night, but we had to be sort of subtle about it. So you like had to like wait a little bit till the counselors went to sleep. Except the night that we chose to do it was the night that the counselors led a program that lasted until like 3 a.m. And so after that was done, like we were all supposed to go to bed and I just kind of like left. And the next day, my counselor was like, was like, you just left, man. Like, we were, we almost like had to like go after you because it was just that obvious. Like, <laughs> but then he was like, Mazel Tov, that's very nice. Uh, had sex. It was, it was a very nice. Um, list the pros and cons uh, to Civil War II. Um, to a second civil war, I'm assuming. Um, we're fucking living it, right? No, I don't know. That was that was back to my the th- thing before where I was trying to be like edgy and like, can I say that? But uh, um, the pros, the pros. Um, I don't know. People on the bad side would die. People. <laughs> And the conjure that people on the good side would die. It's pretty simple. Nobody ever, nobody ever like celebrates like, yeah, like remember how many Confederates died during the Civil War? That was awesome. That was great. I mean, I don't know. Um, one thing you wish you could unsee. Ooh. Um. I'm gonna have to. S- what can I? What do I wish I could unsee? Um, I guess. Um, like one time I had, I had period sex and <laughs> I like, I saw the like the bottom. Of, like she was like, oh wait, pull out for a second, and I saw that the bottom of my, ball, my balls were red. Um, <laughs> and I wish I could unsee it so that I could have more period sex. Right? Because that's fine. Whatever. It was... It wasn't that bad. I was like, ew, but like, I don't know. Yeah, you liked it. Yeah, whoa. 
I mean, yeah, but you didn't have to say it like that. And then I, and then I like squeegeed it into a bag and donated it to the Red Cross, so. So everybody wins. Can you donate your period blood to, can you, period blood is blood. Can you not, you can't donate that? It's not? Oh, it's just like pussy stuff. It's just icky red stuff. It sells. Well, then somebody at the Red Cross definitely died. Cause <laughs> Why do you believe in life after love? That doesn't... Okay, that's assuming that I believe in life after love. So why do I, what does that do for me that it's in quotes? What does that, <laughs> share? Share, like, oh, the song? Share has a song. Oh. Am I supposed to sing it? All right, you guys got it covered. That's great. I'm not going to sing it. You guys go for it. All right. All right, come, all right, okay. All right. All right, calm down. All right. Um, that's very, that's very close to the one it was. It was Camp Newman. Hot, fucking, very stellar take. Camp Tawanga. Um, all right. So I was what? Chumbawamba. That's Camp Tawanga. It doesn't sound Jewish. It just sounds like a camp name. It just sounds like they were like making up names. Um, all right, so, um, I was, I was in maybe the 10th grade, and I found out that my grandpa was sick, um, so I went to New York to see him, um, and on his deathbed, he, he, he pulled me in, and he was like, um, if you ever get balls on your blood, I mean, if you ever get blood on... <laughs> you know what I meant. <laughs> There's balls on my... <laughs> like, I had, a, I had an open wound and somebody just came and, like... <laughs> no. <laughs> if you ever get blood on your balls during sex, it's just the lining of the uterus. Um... Not actually blood that's like running through your vein. It just it just some some pussy stuff. And those were my grandpa's last words. And that's the. Uh, thank you very much. Keep it going for John Alphabet. Way to hold the hell hat. Very nice. Wow. They keep getting better and better. I love the way the stage gets littered with strange pieces of paper as we move along. Uh, your next comedian is an amazing human being that runs every Wednesday at the bomb shelter an incredible open mic. And if you haven't been there, you need to go. It starts at 9. So you like if you're a comedian and you want to do three on a Wednesday, you can because of this next comedian. You can show up at his room late night. I heard that this last Wednesday they had tons of people and no comedians. What were you guys doing? 
All right, uh, he's he's hilarious. You guys are gonna love him. Put your hands together. It's Zane Barrett. Keep it going for Pam. I had to piss out a PBR. Sorry about that. All right. Ooh. Oh, it's like a 1970s vagina, but like all G, but like all G spot. It's all rough in there. A lot of ridges. They got. Someone is going down on you invisibly. No teeth, teeth, not the teeth. Okay, it's just the braces, braces. Monica. Two hands, two hands, two hands, two hands. No, it's just not gonna work tonight. I took a bunch of coke earlier. I'm sorry, Monica. It's just, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't want to send you. It's a fool's errand, really. You could just, you're gonna break your jaw. That's what I'm saying. You're not gonna be able to chew solid food. It's gonna be Jamba Juice for a week. I'm sorry, Monica. Let's, let's move on. Only do the punchline of a joke. And then they said jabroni. <laughs> oh! Oh! Oh, that crazy guy. <laughs> Such a pro. It's on a Friday, I know, right? <laughs> Do uncomfortable dancing feet. I have Parkinson's. Fuck you. <laughs> All right. Are we having a good time? Yeah. yeah? Yeah, I'm having a good time. I just kind of want to keep feeling this. But I'll keep going. I'll keep going. Nobody wants to see that. Spit on your hand and style your hair. I will fake do that because I plan on giving handshakes later. So. Hey. I'm going to go rape a woman tonight, but it's consensual because it's 1952 and I talk like this. <laughs> and my hair's like that and I'd say things like this and my face looks like that and it's the right color. Yeah, it's 1952. It's 1952. It's a good time. It's a good time. Face tattoo of what? Just, just a nice, tasteful... Just penis, just, right, just, I have a scar right here and I think two testicles could really just blend it in. It could be a vein on the testicles and then just a nice one here. If I ever get cut with a knife, it gives more texture to it. You go with that, I don't know, either one or the other, one or the other. Yeah, but a cock and balls tattoo, I mean, Mike Tyson thought, he already did the tribal, so you gotta go creative. You can't just get a boring ass, like, just, Two dolphins kissing like Ethan said tattoo. That's not gonna work on the face. You can't do a cute, adorable face tattoo. They don't go together. It's like getting like a really fancy piece of art on your asshole. It just like nobody's gonna wanna see it. Nobody's gonna see it. Uh-uh. What would be in the heaven bla blanish? The heaven beanie. This is a clay human one. It's not a hellhead, it's a heaven beanie. Oh, it's a heaven beanie. What's in the heaven beanie? Oh, in the heaven beanie. Um, fancier beer and it never runs out. Um, uh, I don't know. What else would be in there? It's not 72 virgins, because who wants to fuck a virgin? She doesn't know what she's doing. I want 72, like, 80-year-olds who've just been through the ringer. Like, just, like, Charlie Chaplin, like, she used to blow Charlie Chaplin on the daily. 
just used to drop dicks like nobody's business. Like a Thursday was five, and she was just like, ain't no thing but a chicken wing. They said that back then. I'm sure they did. But yeah, you got to go older. These young bitches, they don't know what's going on. Sports! Yeah. Um, so, like, I could talk to you all night about the code of points for a gymnastics routine, but nobody wants to hear that because you'd know nothing about it. And the said. He's too tall. He couldn't have even done it. He's too tall. He's probably good at. Nah, that guy's not good at sports. He's not good at sports. He's not good at sports. Don't heckle me. I can get mean. I can get nasty. I can get nasty up here. It's my mic. It's not yours. Tell a, tell a strong all out your parents. Story, oh, tell a story about your parents. There we go. I never learned how to write cursive or read it. This is a cryptic language. It's Latin to me. It's dead. It's, it's, it means nothing. Um, so a story about, oh, so my dad, he, um, he, wanted, he really loved my mom. I hope, I hope. And so when he wanted to propose to her, he thought like, where could I do this in a place? Where could I do it in a good place? So he found a place that like she couldn't like leave right away. He picked the walk-in closet with the light off, and he just proposed to her in the dark in a closet. And he thought that would be the way to go. And they're still together, and he doesn't have any money. So I don't know what the fuck my dad is doing. He must have a huge dick, or just like must be just killing it every night. I don't know how he kept her around because that's a weak ass proposal and his job isn't making up for it either so I don't know that's dad though the, they get a lot worse but I don't know you guys that well so I'll leave you with that one <laughs> exercise some of your sets all right we'll go into what's an old one here um, oh so uh, yeah, I, uh, I started um, getting blowjobs in high school, and I thought I built them up in my head because I'd been watching porn for a couple of years, and I thought, yeah, exercise one of your Oh, like, while you're doing is that the point of it? Or I thought it was just do your joke. Well, I could, I could keep it up. So I, I got a blow. I had it built up in my head that it'd be awesome, but it was terrible. It was a blow chore. It wasn't even a job yet. It was just ridiculous. I mean, the same enthusiasm you put in to a chore, like your I'm stopping doing that. I'm going to get exhausted. The same enthusiasm you put into a chore, like your dad lets you do it when you're 10, but you know that he went back in and cleaned up the, the rest of it there. Kind of like when I got that blow chore. I didn't finish. I had to jack off in the corner and tell her that she did a great job. So getting, <laughs> getting a blow chore, it's very disappointing. I want more of a blow career. I want somebody who's dedicated, like spent four years or more, maybe a shitty internship or two. Like really just buckle down. Just really buckle down to suck a mean dick. Like wants to do it. Like offers it. Like you're not even thinking about like blow You want one? I, yeah, I do. I wasn't even thinking about one. That's what you want. They come in on the weekends. But they can't do it all. They can't do it forever. Nobody's got the golden jaw, guys. I know you ladies there don't think you'll be sucking dick forever. I mean, you might come and volunteer at a soup kitchen once a year. You might go back to work like one day a year, but it's not forever. And there's just going to be a guy at home wishing you'd go back to work. Going to that blow retirement. All right. I'm exhausted. We're tired. One liner. All right. Oh, my wife, she gives great headache. <laughs> It's, a, it's a Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't do one-liners. I don't do those. Those are beneath me. That's a peasant's joke for him. 
jokes for the peasants. Advocate for the war on drugs. <laughs> Nancy Reagan had great hair. That's all I got. Nancy Reagan had a great head of, I think it looks like a wig, but she had, she had a great head of hair. It stood up on top of that decrepit, just wrinkly, dissolving face of hers, but this yeah. This is your last bullet, you have two minutes. All right. Talk about Jenny Hogan. <laughs> what, what, what can't you say about Jenny? She is just a delight. She's got blonde hair, she tells jokes. She wears athletic shoes. I like her. I can't. I don't know. I don't know her that well. Um, she does. Yeah. I, she's a great comic, guys. That's what I'll say about. It. That's all. I'll leave it on. She's a great comic. It's a great comic. It's a great. Co- can I pick up another one off the? Again, but you have to. You still have a minute and a half. A minute and a half out of the hell hat, and all I've got is the Jenny Hogan bit. Okay. Oh. Oh, so um, I've gotten really, really tired of, because advertisements used to just be like, that's what they were for, like, hey, here's our product, this is what it does, you like it, go out and buy it. That was it. Now, they're lying to you. They're lying to you in droves. And I saw a Smirnoff commercial that went a little something like this. It had a guy in a tuxedo. He looked fantastic. He's walking through, his eyes are all blue and shit. He sees the hot chick across the room, he's like, hey. He doesn't, even, he doesn't even speak to her, he just says, hey. Then he gets her a Smirnoff, she drinks it, she says, yeah, we're fucking later. And then they hop, in the via, they hop in the Ferrari, they go through the windy road, he still somehow finds time to take his eyes off the windy road to look at her. So driving along, drunk obviously, he had just drank a bunch of Smirnoff. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> ridiculous, right? And then, it, and then no, instead of him just ri- driving off the road and then a bunch of people at a funeral later crying over the two dead people in that car accident, no. It just says, it goes, fades to black and says, Smirnoff, pure thrill. I went to college, I drank Smirnoff. That is not who drinks Smirnoff. I will tell you who fucking drinks Smirnoff. Fade in. We have a drunk. (laughs) Fuck. Oh, who are you? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, where's where's that? Okay. Oh, where's uh, where's uh, Dave Fade at? Okay, and then it flashes to him, just like it's a GoPro. It's just him like shooting beer pong. There's vodka in the glass. He chugs more Smirnoff. Takes the handle. Just takes a chug. High fives one of his buddies, and then you see him go into a room, and there's a girl just passed out on the bed. He pulls her skirt down and he rapes her. And then he chugs some more Smirnoff after he's done as a celebratory, just like drink that he has. And then he throws up and then cuddles like a dog into his little bed of vomit. And then it fades to black. And across the screen it says, Smirnoff, pure thrills. All right, thanks, guys. One, two, three, around the corner, loving it, all of it. Your next comedian is going to wow you. Uh, I haven't, I have not had the opportunity to see her before uh, that I remember, but we're going to see her now. It's going to be amazing. She's going to pull from the scary, from the scary wolfy. It it went from a fox into a wolf. Now it's a wolf. Now I feel like it has teeth and it's going to bite you. Careful, careful. 
Uh, everybody, you're gonna love your next comedian. Please put your hands together for Book Matherly. Hi, everybody. Uh, my name is Brooke Matherly. I'm just reiterating that because there's another hot Brooke here with big tits who's also a comedian. It's like 75% of my entire personality gone. <laughs> so we're just gonna start off with this. Um, lie on the ground for at least two minutes. I'm gonna take another suggestion down with me. <laughs> and then the next one is pantomime. Um, so um, I spent a good period of my day like this today, um, mostly because I was working out. I was doing a butt lifting exercise. Um, those of you that can see me can see that my chest is quite well developed and then nothing else. I'm trying to even the playing field here because I hooked up with a butt guy recently and it was a very disappointing experience. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm just gonna chuck back up real quick. <laughs> it's that core workout, so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, two jokes, setup only, no punchline. <laughs> oh boy, guys, strap in for this one. Sorry, I'll go back to my bridge position. <laughs> uh, so uh, I'm on Tinder a lot. You guys can just guess how that one ends. <laughs> Additionally, I lived in my van in New Zealand for six months. This one says to do a Shakespearean voice. Um, I, though I, I doth love the bard, uh, <laughs> mayhaps I studied English in college, hence the comedian life of <laughs> roving and unpaid <laughs> stage performance. I don't know if this is, Shakespeare used 95% of the same words that we currently use today in English in the exact same way. I'm trying to shuffle around and look at everyone here. Um, <laughs> that's, that's not in a Shakespearean voice. I'm just giving you fun facts. I taught a 300 person freshman lecture on Shakespeare. You're welcome for the information. You paid for a comedy show and you got learning. Have I hit? <laughs> Have I hit two minutes of ground time yet? Because I'm really, I'm really getting tired out. Okay. Don't want to stand up too fast. I'm just going to stay on my knees for a minute. All right. Um, Smash Mouth is the best band ever, obviously. There, there are few bands that you can put on at any party and everybody's stoked on it. I lived in New Zealand for a year and a half, right? And I lived, I've been living in hostels for about two years now. So you can put on Smash Mouth in like a room full of Germans, everybody's into it. Like, do you know another band you can do that for? Cause I'll tell you what, it's not the fucking 99 Red Balloon song, they hate that shit. <laughs> Um, scat, skibidi doop bop bat da da da. Speaking of scat, um, <laughs> jazz is a really underappreciated art form. Um, I feel like there have been a lot of a uh, lot of developments in the jazz community uh, back in the 20s, and then it kind of stagnated. But like the great thing about jazz is it's always improvised, kind of like this hell hat, and that's why this joke isn't working. Okay, uh, pitch, 
a product you just made up. Um, so I actually had a, uh, I had a, a assignment when I was in middle school to invent a product, right? You know what I invented? This terrifying mask contraption for putting on your makeup for you. <laughs> the, the whole idea was it just had like holes cut out of it and you would just dip your face down into it. <laughs> and it would like apply it for you. Um, this was before I really wore makeup, so I didn't really know what should go in there. I kind of had like a tube of lipstick and like a creepy mascara wand. But for the most part, it just looked, it literally looked like a, like one of those masks, like the drama mask with like a terrifying smile and just makeup sticking out of it at weird <laughs> angles. <laughs> so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, see me after the show. Only $19.99, cutting you a special price this evening. <laughs> All right, joke facing the wall. Um, okay. <laughs> Hi. Uh, so I lived in my van for six months while I was in New Zealand. Um, living in my van was a lot of fun, but it wasn't particularly sexy. Um, trying to talk guys into going back to my van was a, always a challenge. Because, like, it, it's not sexy. You're not going to see, like, a van life calendar 2016 with just, like, dirty hippie girls and, like, slightly suggestive van-related poses. <laughs> like, um... Here we see van life calendar girl, Brooke Matherly. She's crawling into the front seat from the back because she didn't want to walk all the way around the van. <laughs> Stretch it, girl. Or like, um, here we see van life calendar girl, Brooke Matherly. She's got a leg slung over each front seat trying to squeeze into her skinny jeans. <laughs> Dress yourself, sexy. We certainly don't want to see van life calendar girl, Brooke Matherly, using the van window as a mirror, deciding if she needs to pay for a shower today. It's only been three days since the last one, so she decides no. <laughs> Dirty girl. <laughs> You'll notice I feature heavily in the van life calendar. Uh, it's because it's my idea. I can do things like cast myself as lead model without actually worrying if I'm attractive enough to pull it off. <laughs> Quite happy with my looks as it happens. Fell out perfectly on that spectrum where I still get stuff for free, but like I'm just unattractive enough that I still got to develop a personality. <laughs> No proper nouns. Roger. Damn it. <laughs> this just says elevator people. <laughs> there tend to be people on elevators. I've been in one or two of them. Um, I actually, so I was in an elevator once and this guy walked in and, and legitimately just stood facing like with his back to the door. <laughs> <laughs> and at first I thought, I've read this on Facebook, I know this social experiment, but instead of also turning around, I just called him out for it. I was just like, are you a sociology major? <laughs> and he was like, no. And I was like, oh, so you're just a fucking weirdo. Face the right way. <laughs> A gerbil impression. I don't know what gerbils do other than run on wheels, and I don't have one of those handy. Um, stand up at a funeral. You know, I'm waiting for that booking still. I would, I would take that. I would take funeral stand up. I believe in a very New Orleans style funeral where it's kind of like a celebration of life. You have like a parade downtown. Everybody gets really drunk, has a lot of fun, right? And then someone just comes out and they're like, 
that dick, am I right? <laughs> That's all I got for you. Um, worst thing you did as a child. I'm, I'm gonna lie, I'm not gonna lie to you guys. Um, I was actually a really, good, my, I'm an inherent rule follower just as a person. So my childhood was super boring. I didn't have like any wild, exciting stories. Like my parents, literally my senior year of high school, everybody's having like a big party, right? Celebrate graduation. I was like walking out the door. I was like, all right, mom and dad, I'll be home by midnight. <laughs> my mom looked at me and goes, Brooke, dear God, please stay out. <laughs> so I came home at 1230. <laughs> But the worst thing I did as a, as a child, there were these crackers in the school cafeteria and someone told me they were free. So I was like shoving them in my pockets to eat during recess. And then one day I like went through the line with one and she charged me 50 cents for it. And I realized I had stolen like five full dollars worth of crackers. <laughs> <laughs> and I was so torn up about it that I like went home and confessed to my parents that I was a thief now. And they made me go back and apologize to the freaking lunch lady. Like, she didn't make the crackers. I'm sure she did not care. Last poll. Last poll. Hope it's good. Dear God. Make it last, girl. Um, <laughs> quantum mechanics for dummies. <laughs> As previously mentioned, I studied English. <laughs> And uh, also theater theory and performance analysis. So quantum mechanics um, has to do with cars. Because <laughs> I feel like quantum should be a car, right? We've got like all other kinds of vehicles. They pick crazy fucking names for cars. I live in South Lake Tahoe right now and nothing tickles me more than to see a Chevy Tahoe driving in Tahoe. <laughs> I don't know why that brings me so much joy, but like a Chevy Quantum should be a thing, right? <laughs> I'd buy the shit out of a Chevy Quantum. And then in terms of its mechanics, I assume it would need oil changes like most cars. <laughs> Probably have an accelerator. Uh, brakes, those are legal. <laughs> Headlights, those turn on and off, um, <laughs> depending on what kind of light the sun is emitting from the outside. Um, <laughs> it's not quantum mechanics, that's just the way your world works. Uh, the, the brakes would probably be functional. I, I currently drive a minivan and, um, as previously mentioned, live in South Lake Tahoe. Going down mountains in a 98 minivan, uh, my brakes are a really ridiculously useless. I have to actually just like slam them really hard, slow down to about 15 miles under the speed limit, and then slowly let my car build itself back up before slamming the brakes again. It's the only way to save it going down the hill. Um, but I assume the Quantum would have excellent brakes. Um, <laughs> because when you buy a Quantum, you buy Quantum quality. And that's another product that I will be selling this evening after the show, along with my creepy makeup device. Uh, you're welcome to inquire as to cost. Uh, I take haggling, bartering. Again, don't live here, so if you have a couch that I could stay on, that'd be great. Uh -huh. <laughs> Uh, other than that, I'll just sleep in my van, as previously mentioned, fellas. I've been proposed to twice tonight. Uh, I've, uh, I've established a new romance with Josh here. He's shaking his head at me, but you know you want it. Um, 
Cole over there in the corner. I hope that's not your girlfriend. Sorry. Uh, go. So you're not Cole. Where the fuck is Cole? Cole? Maybe? Oh, I'm just hauling at you, boy. Hey. Yeah. Cool. Other than that, um, I also actually have a thing for guys with lip rings. And one of the comedians up just before me had a lip ring. Um, no, no, it's been nothing but poor decisions. Please, dear God, don't. <laughs> guys that pierce their lips and guys you should be going home with are mutually exclusive sets. <laughs> going back to my vast knowledge of math, uh, that means the circle diagram does not have a middle bit. <laughs> it is an A cup titty got diagram. The circles do not touch. <laughs> Uh, all right, so I'm gonna leave you with, uh, with one of my favorite little bits. I was fucking this guy from Manchester. <laughs> and he rolls over, looks me deep in the eyes, and proceeds to tell me the most English thing I've ever been told in bed. Well, that's me then. Thank you very much, folks. My name is Rick Matherly. You've been a lovely audience. So you move here. When are you gonna move here? Yay! I know, like South Lake Tahoe. Come on. Yeah, like this. Come, you you can come join us. I know the rent is a lot cheaper there, but there are a lot of couches to hang out on here. A lot of maybe. I'm. You could you could hang out on. If you don't have anywhere to stay tonight, you're welcome to stay on my couch. I have a blow up couch. You're welcome to stay there. Uh, Oh okay. Oh my God, your ex. Oh no. You should have told jokes about him. That's, yeah. Your next comedian uh, is, a, is an amazing human being. Uh, he's just so lovely. He, he was homeschooled, and then he shaved his beard, and then he's been growing it back, and uh, everything's been really great. He's a very funny man. Just, I mean, I feel like the, the hair growth from the inside of your head as a boy, it means something, you know? Like, like I really think about the hairs when they grow out of my face and how long they take. And then sometimes boys, like, they let it all grow out. And I feel that there's something, there's some magic there that you should contain. I think Stephen King has a novel about it. I don't know. Uh, put your hands together right now. It's Ian Levy! <laughs> I just, as a Jewish man, you just have hair coming out of every orifice constantly. It's very unpleasant. Um, I was looking forward to the show, guys. I'm sorry I'm late. I was super late. Uh, Muni was uh, an hour and 37 minutes late because uh, of the protests. Uh, that's, that was enough time I found out to watch the entirety of Babe 2, Pig in the City. Uh, you could ask how I know that because I had time to look it up. That's how. <laughs> um, okay, but yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here. This looks like fun. I've been practicing for tonight. Um, I, I don't know if you guys know, but um, I'll, I'll pull from the hat in a second, but uh, the, the way comedians get good at jokes is they go to a lot of open mics uh, and just practice telling these jokes. And there's a lot more open mics than any of the comedians ever go to. You just had to find them out. They're called um, um, uh, karaoke, and you just you just you just go. I've been hitting up karaoke bars like crazy, and you just find the quietest song in the repertoire, uh, which is it turns out is Cat Stevens' Father and Son, <laughs> and you just put it on. You know, it goes for two bars, like da 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 da, da 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 da, 
it's not time to make a change. And then I come out and go, what's the deal with toasters? You know, <laughs> bread goes in, toast comes out. Where does the bread go? <laughs> so <laughs> I've, I've been practicing for tonight. That's my, okay, let's see what we got here. <laughs> um, call a relative, wait, uh, put them up. Wait, what? Recording? Oh, yeah, this is the I don't, okay. Dear. The thing is, all of my relatives are boring and dying. So they talk on their speakerphone, on their, on their, on their. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll look uh, quickly to see. Okay, let's see here. Um, my sister. Can I try calling her? Is that okay? I don't, I don't know how this will go. I, it's on. I think she's on speakerphone. Um. She has like a real job unlike me, so she might be sleeping. <laughs> it's ringing, what do you want? Do you guys hear it? No. I, don't, I don't know if this is a good one to keep going with. No, it's her. Um, it's so put it on speakerphone. No, it's on speakerphone. That's my speakerphone. Okay. It's a Virgin Mobile phone. It's not that I can't afford an iPhone. <laughs> I don't work in tech. I do this, Pam. <laughs> you think I have money? I've been paid fifteen dollars in total for seven months of stand-up. <laughs> I can't afford a good phone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fifteen, fifteen dollars, two beers, <laughs> and someone also smoked with me. So. Um, uh, hi Hannah, it's 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 your brother. <laughs> um, uh, did you hear about the two antennae that recently got married? The marriage wasn't great, but the reception was awesome. Oh my God! Oh, okay. Okay. She is gonna be very confused. She is gonna be very confused. <laughs> Um, who would you catfish and why? Um, I wouldn't catfish anyone because I like a challenge in life. If <laughs> catfishing, there are too many lonely people out there, and it's just too. I used to, so I used to play this poker game on Facebook, right? It was just playing poker, and I got mad because my friend would always get sent like free beers and stuff, but it was all digital, like it meant nothing. It was a little icon of a beer, and I would get nothing. So of course, logically, I was like getting jealous, and, like I want some of this Facebook beer, you know, and, and icons, and I changed my picture to a buxom lass. <laughs> And within two seconds of signing back into the poker game, someone bought me a chocolate cake icon, okay? <laughs> and if that's not, like, that person was ready for, you know, to get my phone number, and we could have had a, a magical life, but catfishing, you know, where's the challenge? Where's, what is that? It's nothing. Okay, that's, that, that's, that's my PI, catfishing. The show on MTV is pretty good, though. I'll give you that. <laughs> um... Uh... Do do you get dancing like a stripper? I don't, is this asking me, can I dance like, I'm horrible at reading uh, cursive. I was homeschooled and never <laughs> learned how to read cursive. Oh, what, what is it? Do you? Do your set dancing like a stripper. Oh, do my set dancing like, <laughs> like a stripper. Well, my, my, but, but my, my, my whole set is already very depressed and broke. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, no. Strippers make much more money than me. I'm, I'm sure they're, they're financially much more stable. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure they can read cursive. 
boy. <laughs> okay. Um, oh, okay. I, I, I can. I guess I'll, I'll try my best to do a joke. Like, you know, I've never been to a strip club. Actually, um, I was on. I was on a date a while back. A first date, and a girl asked me if I wanted to go to a strip club. I, I'll do the, the dance, I guess. Well, um, you know. <laughs> but but no. I but this is a true story. I was on like a first date with a girl, and and we were like walking through the like marina, and um, and you know, there's all those strip clubs over there, right? And, and I. And she asked me, have I ever uh, been to a strip club? And um, I, I said, uh, I said, no, I haven't. So um, <laughs> I, I, don't, I haven't been to a strip club. I don't know how it's done. But anyways, no, I said, I said, uh, no, I haven't. And then she said, oh, I haven't been to a strip club either. Should we go to a strip club, you know, on a first date? And I said, no. And she's like, oh, come on, it'd be fun. And I was like, no, I don't think we should. And she's like, why not? Like, is it a moral thing? And I'm like, no, I'm just broke. Like, I can't, I can't afford a strip club. They want you to pay. Like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's a real thing that happens to me. And I just, I just couldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> um, do it as an. It, it looks like scribbles. It <laughs> oh boy. No, I can't. Okay. <laughs> who was the monster? Who? I, you know, I can read. I can read. I can read John Hancock's name, and that's it. Because I've I've seen that. That's all I know. It's it's probably just gonna be me throwing most of these out. Um. Uh. What? <laughs> Break up with an audi- oh wait, break up with an audience member? Yeah, yeah. So I have to You have to yeah. Well you guys have heard me tell I, I do stand up, you're gonna leave me <laughs> anyways. Like <laughs> like what what do you what do you want? <laughs> do you think I'd be doing this if I had someone to like hold my hand? <laughs> like I don't want much in life. I don't want all I want is someone to hold my hand and watch like foreign subtitled movies with me. That's all like and no you know, no one will do that, so I'm <laughs> This this is this is what I got, guys. This is oh boy. You know, I I, I literally my worst fear is like reading in public because I <laughs> I can I can barely do it, and so this, I don't know why I chose this of all things. Um, the something about an audience member. I got like three words. <laughs> what is it? No, you can just you can just read yeah, it to no, me. It's my right. Okay. It sounds like you can't. Elaborate the advice. The meaning of life is to live. Okay, the meaning of life is to live because. Elaborate that advice. Well, because if you're dead, you can't live. I don't. <laughs> what? The the meaning of the meaning of life uh, is is to live, is. It's like the shitty thing everyone I know like writes on Facebook, <laughs> you, you know, after after they've done like two hours of spin class and then they post like the meaning of life is to live, and then I don't. That's uh, that's some bullshit. You gotta find your own meaning, you know. I can't. I thought I was thinking about this recently. I could never be a like an athlete, you know, because athletes go their whole lives telling themselves that, like, if you look at Stephen Curry, like, they go their whole lives telling themselves like, I'm the greatest. I'm the greatest. I have to achieve all this. And when they lose at something, they're like crushed. If you watched him after the final game, like his heart was broken. Where I, on the other hand, go through my whole life with no victories, never winning anything. And then when I go into a store and like Doritos are 10 cent off, I'm like, yeah, one for the little guy. Everything's working out fine. <laughs> so you gotta, you just
just got to find your own joy. You know, you got to find meaning to yourself. Maybe, I, I don't know. Everyone everyone has their own thing, you know. It doesn't, uh, yeah. This is your last pull and you have two minutes. Okay, my, my, my last pull and then I have two minutes. Um, the <laughs> It's another one of your handwriting. Pa- I'm sorry, I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> most unpleasant living situation ever. The most unpleasant living situation ever. Well, I mean, I, I live in San Francisco, so it doesn't get much worse. You know, it, it's pretty tiny. I'll tell you, it's not, I'll tell you the most unpleasant I've had, not because it was a bad situation, it was just weird, is I, I lived in the in the dorms, you know, dorms of school here. I came out here for school, lived in the dorms for about uh, a year. That was fine, had a good time, got along really well with my, like, housemates. And then I found this house uh, through a friend of this old couple, Mary and Jeff. And they were super sweet. They were both in like their 70s. They had kids who were older than me and then moved out. And I could not live there. Like I lived there for a year and could not take a single day because it was like back living at home where like one night I didn't come home and they're like, where were you? We were so worried. And like, I I can't have that pressure of two elderly people, elderly like burnt out hippies worrying about, you know, as I'm wandering through the streets drunk, trying not to be stabbed by a man in the tender. Like I walked, literally last night after doing like an open bike, I walked past a man just doing it, taking a shit on the sidewalk. And I was like, yep, that's normal. Like, that's not a thought you're supposed to. That's just my life right now, guys. That's that's what I do. Um, I was, I was, th- I think this worked out okay. I didn't, I didn't have that many jokes on purpose. I was, you know, I'll tell, I'll tell, I'll tell two jo- I'll tell a joke and a story. A, a joke, I like, uh, one of my first jokes I wrote was, um, um, I want to start a, uh, Oh, I think I want to start a store that only sells copies of the Al Gore uh, motion picture documentary, An Inconvenient Truth, uh, so I can name it an inconvenient store. Hell, what? Oh, oh, shit! Oh, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, I, I like that one a lot. I'm glad you guys, usually people just stare at me and are disappointed. I can tell a story. I'll tell a story about, um, I, um, uh, I'm glad that I had fun tonight. I'm glad I did catch some of the comics, and it was a good time. Uh, comedy, comedy means a lot to me, guys. So I'm glad you guys came out. I appreciate that. Like I, uh, a lot of my like big memories, like the moments that stick out in my life, are about comedy. Um, like I remember the first joke uh, I ever heard was when I was like very little. I remember I would have been about four, I think, four maybe three. Uh, and my parents were training us, or training me, I should say, to use uh, the bathroom. Right? They had a little training potty. Uh, and they would give us treats, like if we did it successfully, you know, the way you train like a dog or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, they would give us these little treats, um, and I remember going up to my mom and just saying, oh, mom, mom, I've just used the bathroom. And uh, she said, oh, great. Uh, do you want me to read you a story? And I said, no. And then she said, oh, do you want me to, like, do you want me to give you a piece of candy? And I said, no. And then she said, do you want me to, do you want me to play a movie for you? And I said, no. And then my dad said, do you want me to lock your sister in the garage? And I said, yes. <laughs> and say what you want about my dad, but he committed to a bit. 
And my sister, who was only five years old, like she was about two years older than me, so she would've been about five, wasn't in the room. We, I followed him down the hallway. He picked her up, put her in the garage, and locked the door. She was baby screaming. And it caused like severe emotional, she had a, a, a light bright. Do you remember those kind of light bright? She was too scared to use it because of me, which kind of in a sick way makes it sweeter. <laughs> oh, man. But that's my, so that's, my <laughs> that, that, that's my first memory of someone telling a joke. And then my, um, the, the first, I also remember the first joke I ever came up with. Uh, the first joke I ever came up with, what, like, the, it went, um, uh, what do you call a dog on fire? What? A hot dog. Now, it's not, you know, it, it's, I, it's not the greatest joke, you know, you, I understand. But I, I was six, right? I was six years old when I came up with that and very proud. And I have, like, just the clearest uh, memory of going to my mom and going like, oh, mom, mom, I, j- I just thought of a joke. And she said, oh, what, dear? And I said, what do you call uh, a dog on fire? And she said, what? And I said, a hot dog. Um, and she, and she like, got kind of, I don't know, she leaned down to like my eye level. Oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird, the stuff that sticks with you. But she, no, it's true. Like, like it's one of the clearest memories I have. She, she leaned down to my eye level and said, um, uh, if only your father were still alive to hear you tell that joke, he would have killed himself all over again. Because not only is that a weak premise for a joke, but in a post Lenny Bruce and Richard Pryor comedic landscape, comedy should do more than be meaningless fuff. And the only meaning that joke seems to surmise is the promotion of cruelty to animals. <laughs> That is a horrible joke. And the wrong member of this family killed themselves. <laughs> now, my dad's not dead. That's all, that's all, that's all made up. They're just divorced, so emotionally dead. Okay, guys, thanks a lot, guys. This has been fun. through pieces of paper like a champion. Don't worry, Jill. We've got, if they run out of there, I've got another bag. I have another bag filled. If you're worried about my handwriting, it's because I wrote down over a hundred things today with my own hand off the internet. And that's my, my cursive got wild. You know, that's what happens. Your last, your headliner of tonight is an amazing comedian. You guys are gonna lose your minds for the improv skills of Jill Margulos! I was so hopeful there were no more things left in the hats. I'm equal parts terrified and hopeful. Oh, okay, I'm going in. Let's just do this. Let's just go in and do it, right? There's only one way through it. Uh, You caught someone else masturbating. Uh, okay, this, this is peripheral, but you guys, I think, will enjoy it. Um, I came home one day to find a, a bottle of Suave shampoo on the counter in the kitchen. It, w- it, it was partially a counter of uh, a, a bottle of Suave shampoo. Uh, my brother had chopped the bottom off and unscrewed the cap and fed a plastic bag through it, <laughs> put the shampoo back around the outside of the bag and made himself a fake vagina out of it. 
Yeah, yeah. I wish I had the schematic, because I could do it justice. But my mom found it, completely unaware of what this was, and assumed it was drug paraphernalia. (laughs) I walked into the kitchen, and I'm like, why is that on the counter? What's happening? She's like, it's your brother's. I think he's into drugs. I'm like, uh... From the fun fur he taped around the outside, because this was pre-waxing, I don't think that's drug paraphernalia. I think that's a fake vagina filled with strawberry suave. And no one spoke of it again until now. And you can, if you're looking for specifics, I can, I can hook you up if you need a more clarification about it. But it does, it, it, is, it is a thing. Uh, as a nun, your sex fantasies. Uh, I'll tell you what. When Father McGonagall comes into that church, just, he, he comes in just before to fill up the holy water, and he does it, he brings this, this, this pouch, this satchel, that's from the 1700s, and it's a, it is the texture of this, 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 well, I don't want to say H-E double toothpicks as a, as a nun. <laughs> but I will tell you, the way that he sashays into the vestibule with this thing, I, I can't... His, his robe, it brushes gently against his robe. <laughs> and he comes in, and he can only wink with one eye, because the one eye is clearer than the other eye. And he'll do this, like, he'll come in, satchel, satchel, wink... <laughs> Oh, I can't. And sometimes the beads from his rosary will, will like just chatter a little bit. And that is the sound my vagina makes. <laughs> when he comes in, I can't. It's like nothing I've ever known. And all I want to do is just is throw him down and take off the 22 layers of clothing that he's wearing and see what's underneath all of that. But I haven't gotten any farther than that because no one's explained sex to me. Uh, crowd work with only five words, you can repeat them. How are you doing tonight? How are you doing tonight? (laughs) (laughs) But how are you doing tonight? How? Profoundly good. Very good. Tonight. Tonight? Oh. tonight's. This is even worse than I thought it would be. Uh, Lamest superpower and why? The ability to walk partially through walls. You can't, you can, just halfway. You're just... (laughs) 
because you're not you're not getting where you need to go, right? You're gonna want to go around. You're gonna want to go through the door like everybody else. It saves you no time at all. You see nobody. You see nothing that you can. <laughs> Butt stuff? <laughs> There's a question mark. I want to say no thank you. I don't know. I think, see, I, I've been married for a long time. And I mean, here's the thing. You, uh, after, I've been married for like 13 years, okay? After 13 years of marriage, sex becomes like Wendy's chili, right? Yeah, no, I mean, it's good, it's reliable, but once in a while you do find a finger where it doesn't belong. And I just know. So just know. No, just. I'm doing the best I can. Thank you, thank you. Come up with a reason why there is a you instead of why an E in mastery. Oh, yeah, that's it. Explain the, why there's a U instead of an E in the word mastery. So M-A-S-T-U-R-B-A-T. U-R, yeah, that's Yeah, because you put the U in masturbate, right? Like, you can't do it without you. Uh, and U is right in the middle, right? And if there was an E, it would mean that there was a dominant person, a master, in masturbating, and there's not. There's two of you. You're equal. You're the same person. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. And in my case, the you would be like the uh, vagina. It's the upside down you. Right. Gotta go in. Yeah, right? So for all of those reasons, there's no E in master. Uh, well, there is at the end. So. Most disappointing movie in real life. <laughs> is that like is that, we are just whatever? Okay. What that means. <laughs> Most disappointing movie in real life. Uh, I'm trying to think of the like the most disappointing movie. I, I here's the thing. I, I can't even watch movies. I can't. I'm the worst at movies. I'll be like, all right, let's just, we're going to do this. We're going to do it. And then halfway through, I'm like, I just tell me what's happening. Because my, my husband is like the science fiction, like superhero type guy. He loves those movies. And within like 15 seconds, I'm like, I don't know who anybody is. What happened last time? We went to like the Star Wars movie. I'm like, do I need to know anything about this from the last? He's like, no, you'll be able to follow it. I still couldn't follow it. I'm like, Oh, Carrie Fisher, she was principal. And it's terrible, they're all disappointing in real life. I, I did production work when I was down in LA, um, and you notice every little thing. When you're like, as a producer, you're like, no, this can't go, continuity, you gotta make sure everything's right, and you're, you're trying to make sure everything's perfect. I pick out every fucking thing in a movie, like Guardians of the Galaxy. It was a great movie up until the point where he gave his rousing speech at the end and used an idiom, and the blue guy didn't call him out on it. And I'm like, whole movie's ruined. Because he's like, we're not taking shit from anybody anymore. I'm like, oh, this is where he's going to use the idiom. Nope, nothing. Ruined. Sorry if I ruined it for you too now. Go back and watch it. There's a raccoon 
There was a raccoon that talked. I could deal with the raccoon that talked, but the blue guy who didn't get like, oh, what? You won't take shit? Ah. (laughs) Parody of comic before me. (laughs) I can't do bridge pose, so you're safe. Um, Parody of comic before me. Oh, gosh. All the comics were funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, I'm just trying. There's such a huge selection of choices. Choose one out of time. Um, Choose one out of time. Okay. Uh, so I was at Jewish camp. And uh, this girl and I had made out a lot. And then she was like, I want to fuck you. And I'm like, yeah. Yes. 